The following is a hoop ball presentation. Good evening, Heat Nation. You already know who it is. It is the host of the most, Joe Stroh, and you are now tuning into the number one podcast and heartbeat of Heat Nation. This is the Hoop Ball coverage of the Miami Heat. Welcome to the Hoop Ball Heat cast. Reports have broken out that Miami is going all in on Giannis. Well, surprise, surprise. What that means for the team in the future. Secondly, it seems as if the Clippers have found their coach. How that they already lost the locker room, but this, you know, can kind of help them, sort of. Lastly, there have been numerous reports about the Knicks, and all I have to say is please just give them whatever they want. That'll be all covered here. So just sit back and relax, and without further ado, here. We go. I know it's been a tough time during COVID, fellas, but there's no need to look rough. Head on over to manscaped.com. We got a nice deal for you. 20% off and free shipping. As long as you use the code HOOPBALL20. The new Lawnmower 3.0 has waterproof technology as well as pinch-free blades. There's also a built LED light. You can see what you're doing for 90 minutes. I know a lot of you guys out there are some of the vets. I, I, go ahead and do it. It'd be perfect. Underway or wherever you're on deployment, you'll have it for whatever. With that being said, we also cover football. We cover sports bettings. Head on over to hoop-ball.com to get all that information. With that being said, Head on over to mybookie.ag. Once on there, use the coupon code HOOPBALL. Once you sign up, you make that first deposit. They'll match it 100%. Easy payouts, great customer service, whatever else you need to know about sports betting information, you're going to find it on there. As well as Twitter. Go on there and hit that follow button. You can follow me at Jostro17, J-O-S-T-R-O-1-7, as well as the HOOPBALL Heat page. One word. I'm going to be completely honest with you guys. When I first, you know, reached out to the man, Dan, about joining the hoop ball team, you know, he gave me the list of teams that were on there. And I was like, nobody has Miami. And Jimmy Butler, like I said, I've said before, Jimmy Butler has been my favorite player since Chicago when Derrick Rose got hurt. He was the main guy, and he was the guy that was doing his thing. I will never forget, it was the series. You guys remember that nice playoff run that IT had? They played Chicago that first round before they, I think it was the round before they played Cleveland. They played Chicago, and Chicago, they beat somebody. They weren't supposed to win that series. And I think they won it in like six or I can't remember. But I just was like, yo, Jimmy is really this. He is really that guy. And, you know, then he got traded to Minnesota. And I was like, okay, maybe he'll be all right there. They got some young talent. But there was dysfunction in the organization as to even why they're trying to sell the team now. The owners are trying to get rid of Minnesota. 
So, and then you look at Philly, he left Philly and they just now got a new coach because there was dysfunction there. And there's even been reports uh, from the DP show, shouts out to Dan Patrick, that he spoke to somebody in the organization that said Elton Brand doesn't really have much power at the GM role. So he's not really making the decisions, it's owners making the decisions. So it's really not basketball to sound decisions being made. So, with that being said, reports broke out about Giannis, right? Sham, Sham from, uh, from The Athletic reported that Giannis, uh, Miami was going to go all in on Giannis. I said... Th- <laughs> all right, so let's not talk about w- why... Uh, I said this. So I'm not just going to talk about as to why I said it. I've been through this on multiple casts. I said there was only two directions. Actually, if you want to talk about the last cast, we'll just be more recent. The last cast, I said there was only two directions this organization could go. Either way, it was a good thing. The fact of the matter is they had to be better to at least even make it to the second round. The next season, is the East is going to be back. You guys remember when the East was tough, when they had teams like the Pistons with Ben Wallace and Rasheed Wallace? And remember when LeBron, the young LeBron, was in in Cleveland? And you remember the Celtics, they had their big three. And then the Nets, they had like Darren Williams and Robin. You remember? That's what I mean. The East is about to be back to relevancy. Philly's going to be... The Philly's going to be healthy for number one because Ben wasn't in the playoffs. So Philly is going to be healthy as well as they got coaching and there's also possible trades. I, their, their floor spacing is horrible. They have, well, the only plus the Philly has is that they have talent to get rid of. So I also stated um, that there's also like Toronto, Brooklyn, everybody's going to be back. I also stated that the, the plan would be to give up the farm. And when you say that the Miami Heat are going all in, that means that they're going to give up the farm. And I believe it's going to be everybody else besides the core three, and that's Butler, Bam, and Hero. Everybody else is going to be on the table. I told you, they're, they're, that would be the situation. They're going to be much like the Lakers. Like They have the three guys that they want to. Anybody else could do it. Hey, take what you want. And... I'm not going to go too much into the situation, as I said it before. But what I am going to go into is, is why this happens. So my question is, would it be enough to satisfy the Bucks? Would Duncan, Kendrick Nunn, and some picks from later on down the road, would that be enough to satisfy the Bucks? And the sad thing is, I don't, I don't think they have a choice. Because frankly... It's a part of being a process of being a megastar, right? Whether it's Kyrie, whether it's KD, and I'm going to give you some other names that I believe will be along the process, whether it's LeBron, uh, you know, you get drafted to trash teams and you're expected to hold this franchise up on your shoulders and bring them to relevancy and do all this other stuff. They don't care about their, if, if there's a lack of intelligence and intellect from the front office or the bench. They just care about the results that this star can get you and how many seats, how many cheeks they can put in the seats. 
how how box office is your name. They didn't care if Giannis was going to win a playoff game or not. They just cared about the box office name at that time. Same thing with Russell Westbrook. He was box office. He was the hottest ticket. That's all it is. However, why does it that everybody gets mad at the star from leaving when it's a lack of intelligence from everybody else around them? And I'm not even going to go into to LeBron's case yet, but I, I mean, let's just let's just talk about KD's case. He goes to management and tells them, hey, this is what we need to be successful. From keeping James Harden to toning down Russell Westbrook as running a point guard position. And obviously no one listened to him. But yet he's the cupcake. Or even in LeBron's lace when your your owner writes a letter in the fashion that he did. Nobody says anything about him. To the point where even one writer goes to say it sounds as if he was talking about a runaway. Yeah. No, we don't want to talk about that. That's not something we want to talk about. However, players like Dane, D-Book, De'Aaron Fox, Carl Anthony Towns, I believe that these guys are super megastars, but they never get the proper stage to show it. Why do you think that they took over the bubble in the fashion that they did? They had a stage that was glued to them. These guys are megastars, but have a lack of support from front office or the bench, whichever one it is. And there's others. I'm just not going to go into it. But basically, I'm saying this to say Giannis is coming to Miami. It's only a matter of when. When you're a superstar and you're brought into one of these franchises, whether it's Oklahoma City or it's uh, the New Orleans Pelicans or it's the... uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers, you have to learn how to win. You have to go to a championship franchise. So that's why LeBron goes to Miami. That's why AD goes to the Lakers. That's why KD goes to uh, the Warriors. That's why Kyrie goes to the Celtics. They've had championships before. Even though Kyrie had a championship, he was supposed to bring one to add to them. And we're not even going to go into why Kyrie said he wanted to initially sign with them. And then he didn't because of what the front office and the players. And has it came to fruition? Have they had the success? I don't think so. So sometimes I think we need to listen to the players just a tad bit more and grasp a perspective of of how they see things because you got to understand they understand a depth of the game that we can't perceive now with that being said the Clippers also have hired Ty Lue I also wanted to throw in there that last bit um I also didn't want to give the big source away as to why I thought Giannis was gonna go but uh Him and Bam have the same agent. We'll just leave it at that. Anyway, 
The Clippers have hired Ty Lue as their next head coach. He is to take the reins of Los Angeles Clippers, man. However, I do think that this is a good move, but they may have already lost the locker room. Even though I think Tez is going to be gone, and it may not just be Miami, there are other suitors out there. There's going to be other teams that are going to be interested. I think they may have fixed their situation for the time being. They got two boxes checked off, and that's they have a good owner and front office, and as well as they got a good coaching staff. There was a name added to the staff that I believe is probably the most crucial to their success and will be, and that's going to be Chauncey Billups. That move is kind of similar to the, the Frank Vogel, Jason Kidd. He's a very, very smart guy. I've been campaigning for this guy to get a GM job somewhere or a president job somewhere, and he just happened to end up on the Clippers bench. When you look at the Clippers situation and how it deteriorated, there's two things that were lacking, and that was discipline and leadership. It was a huge issue. Kawhi's missing planes and game loading, and other players are upset with it. He's missing playing times. And, and and Paul George is playing the way he does. Montez is out of shape, coming back to the bubble. How do you let the sixth man of the year come back to the playoffs out of shape? That's what I'm saying. There was no, there was no sense of discipline. There was no leadership. You have Kawhi talking to players the way that he does. I, don't, I ain't passionate you for do that. You've seen the meme. Not only that, you know, they don't have picks for the next seven years. However, we can't also forget that those two can opt out after next season. So right now, yes, they they have hired some people that I believe will be good for the franchise, but I don't it's not going to last long. It's not going to last long. Which leads me to my next topic because you know, they don't have any picks for the seven years. But there's been rumors about the Knicks taking on PG. Please do. Please do. Just go ahead and discredit yourself. Just go ahead and discredit yourself as a complete organization for the next 10 years, which you already have done. And I said this before when you was when there was a coach hiring, when they were hiring their coach, I said the Knicks are in a great position. This will determine everything. And they failed. There's also been rumors that CP and Melo, they 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 want to have them back there too. But I, I don't care. I, you know, I don't care who you get and I don't care how they get there. Plane, trains, automobiles, they still going to be dirt. Period. You can't wrap poop up in Christmas paper and try to tell me that it's not poop. The reason that they are so trash and will continue to be trash is they don't have the number one most important box of all boxes checked off. And that's ownership. In the words of KD, they're just not that cool. And if you think about it, the past 20 years, when was the last time the Knicks were in the playoffs? 2000 and what? Seven? Six? Before that, it was the earlier 2000s, and that was before Dolan took over. 
And this stick that he's pulling now, hiring all these heavy hitters that are in the urban community that are connected, more importantly, worldwide West. But any player with the slightest bit of intelligence is going to know not to go. I will repeat, not to go in that, in, in that direction and to that team. They have no direction. When you have somebody that signs $30 million, Julius Randle, you have RJ Barrett and uh, a carousel of point guards. It's literally a traveling circus. You hire a coach that has been fired for the past two franchises in which the players didn't even like him. And you say, that's your guy. There are three types of owners in the NBA. There's three types and only two of them really have success. There's the one. And he's a fan favorite because he's so passionate. He's the. The, 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 the Cubans, the, the owner of um, the Clippers. I can't think of his name right now because I don't have it in front of me, but they're passionate and they're really supportive of their team and their fan base. Now, as far as the second type of coach, oh, excuse me, owner, it's the one that you don't see or you hardly hear from. It's the Genie Buses, the Mickey Arisons. You don't see these owners, you know, but you hear from them, but you hardly ever see them. You never see them. And the people love them because they're good to their fans. And last but not least, you have the third one who's just, he's a poop guy, right? When you're a poop guy, the way that you run your business is going to be poop because the business is based off of how you think. No? If you look at Sterling with the Clippers, you can even look at Dolan with the Knicks. You can, have a, you can actually look at the translated over the spectrum of sports, whether it's the owner from the Panthers that had to sell the team, or you can even talk present with Mr. Snyder of the Washington Now football team. In this current day and time period and culture of this society, you can't be a horrible person and run a well-oiled business. And one time or another, your morals and interests will conflict. And then people are going to see you for who you really are. You're going to have incidents like with Charles Oakley or Spike Lee. It starts at the top. And if the top's rotten, it really doesn't matter what you have in the middle. It doesn't matter if the insides are good. It's still rotten. And there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. I appreciate y'all for listening to me. This is your host with the most, Joe Stroh. This is the Hoop Ball Heat Podcast. I will be touching base with y'all at least two to three times a week, so check back tomorrow. I actually have a little segment. We're going to go over who I believe we should also get to team along with that Miami Heat team in 2021. It is your host with the most, Joe Stroh. 
go ahead and follow me at J-O-S-T-R-O-1-7 on Twitter as well as Hoopball Heat. Go to that hoop-ball.com for coverage on all things basketball and sports betting. Heat Nation, I am out. It is your host with the most, Joe Stro America. Stay safe. This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation.